0: Welcome to Betty Bites, a decidedly delicious, short and sweet mind snack for your brain to chew on. I've gone back into the Betty Library and pulled out my favorite Betty sound bites, a recipe you might say. It's bits of wisdom, sprinkles of knowledge, and a dash of dry humor for you to do and be better. And it's that interesting line between doing what's medically right. Like you talk about this in the book, like the medical decision that's medically right versus what's morally right. And this is where, you know, we have the science of medicine, you know, Mm -hmm. but there's also the art and philosophy around it as well. And I love, you know, there's so many, there's so many examples in the book. You talk about, uh, I think it was, Jane was her name with the prosthetic joint uh, with the orthopedic surgeon refusing, like it could could not have been his, you know, uh, maybe you can describe that that story as well. Yeah, I mean, this yeah. was
1: this was one of the times. You know, you you're used to as somebody in the medical field that we all work together for the betterment of our patients. Yeah. Um, but what happens, unfortunately, with old-fashioned surgeons is that sometimes the ego and the arrogance takes precedence over the patient's mm-hmm. benefits and and yeah. and the importance of the patient. Mm-hmm. And and people, unfortunately, doctors don't necessarily always put the patient first. So this is a story I appreciate you asking about it, where a. Um, a woman who had her knee replaced by an orthopedic surgeon uh, and then she started draining pus out of her wound and they kept um, dressing it and waiting for it, putting her antibiotics and this and that and then they called me in and said, hey, you're the plastic surgeon on call, can you help to fix this? So I look at it, she's draining pus from her prosthetic and said, hey, just move a muscle over this and it'll it'll bring new blood supply to heal this wound. Mm-hmm. So I said, look, I don't think that this is the issue. My concern is that the joint might be infected. But the orthopedic surgeon was one of those old-fashioned doctors where he never makes a mistake. It's never his problem. It's you know, it's the patient's fault or it's somebody else's fault. Mm-hmm. So I ended up bringing this patient to surgery and the surgery goes just fine. And uh, initially her healing was really good. And then what ended up happening is she started draining pus again from it. And so I called him up and I said, hey, um, the muscle looks fine. My surgery looks fine, but she's still draining her. She's still infected. Mm-hmm. And I said, I think that the knee is infected and you've got to look at taking this joint out. Mm-hmm. And he exploded. I was on the phone with him. And I know because the nurses who were around me at the time, I was, in, I was just outside the operating room. They were shocked because I'm not the type of doctor who gets really angry. I don't yell. Like, yeah. And he started blaming it on me. And he said, I'm going to tell her this is all your fault. You're the one that caused this, even though she had this infection way before I even met her, right. and I'm going to get another plastic surgeon to look at her. Well, he didn't know, but I actually had another plastic surgeon look at her already, yeah. and he had told me the same thing, like, yeah, the knee joint's infected. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, he threw me under the bus, and he told the patient, this is Dr. Yoon's fault. You know, it was because his surgery had failed. He put it all over her chart, and so it's medical. now was in her medical records. Yeah, there's a record is, of it, yeah. Yeah, that this is yeah. my fault. Mm -hmm. And he brought another surgeon in to see her. So at that point, you know, I said, look, you know, she's his patient. You know, I'm a consultant. So it's not like I can take over her care. You know, it doesn't really work that way in the hospital. And I said, look, I'm really sorry, you know, but I can't take care of you anymore because he's kicking me off of this. And um, I really, I told her, I really think that this is due to your joint. And, uh, and she said, I understand. and, And this, and that, well, then another surgeon, the plastic surgeon comes in, literally, sticks his head inside the door and says, hey, let's just watch this for a while. And she says, okay. And then he walks out. He never even looked at her knee. So she comes back to see me literally, I think like two months later, Mm -hmm. I get this huge gift uh, to my office and she comes in and sees me. And she said, you know what? Uh, You know, this doctor basically did this. He said, hey, let's just watch it. And she said, my knee drained for a couple of months. And then finally the orthopedic surgeon came in brought me back to surgery, put a new knee joint in, and now I'm doing fine. And right. so it took this poor woman, you know, multiple operations. She had this surgery done by me that probably when I, in retrospect, should never have really needed to be done mm-hmm. because of this jerk's arrogance, because right. he couldn't admit that maybe he had a complication. And so um, just, you know, th- th- it's, it's kind of that, once again, that old school doctor mentality of I'm the surgeon, I'm in charge. You do what as I say, and I make no wrongs. It's this playing God mentality, and that's why the the, the uh, title of the book is Playing God. Because so many doctors think they're playing God, and in the end, what I've come to realize is that it's not that as a doctor you're playing God. It's it's that you need God to help you, to help your patients. You know, we can't do this alone. And I ended, as you know, I ended the book with the story of of a time when I thought that all the odds were against me. And I had this patient who was just a hopeless patient. I didn't think there was any chance that on paper that I could help her. And I really think that it was her faith and mine as well with a little divine help from above that helped get her through what was really a um, devastating, devastating injury for her
0: this is what I think separates you from many other surgeons, because I think that you have, you know, you've clearly, we've talked about why, what a board certified plastic surgeon means. So you clearly have the ability, but I think, you also are an advocate. So you have the skill set, but you're also really concerned about being an advocate for your patient. And to your point, I think that there can be a lot of hubris. And I think that there can be a lot of arrogance in, not just in plastic surgery not, I think this runs across uh, many healthcare professionals. I've, I've run into this myself personally, uh, professionally as well. Oh yeah. Um, and well, I mean, I, yeah.
1: The medical field, the traditional allopathic medical field is not kind towards other types of healthcare providers. You know, we think that we are the masters of all the knowledge, you know, I mean, if I, in my doctor's lounge, I bet you if I were to say, Hey, you know, and every morning I go to the doctor's almost three mornings a week when I operate and Mm. it's, I sit there and I listen to the conversations among the doctors there. And it just, I mean, it astounds me. And if I were to say, Hey, what do you guys think about chiropractic? Or I have a friend of mine who's a doctor of chiropractic and uh, she's got some really cool ideas of nutrition. They mm-hmm. would scoff and yes. say, oh, what do they know as they're eating their muffins and drinking their milk and having mm-hmm. their sugar cereal? <laughs> right. I mean, it's, it baffles me. You know. And one thing I think that I have learned over the last many years, as I've gotten to know doctors like yourself and a lot of our holistic health colleagues, I've learned how much I don't know. And that's a lot.
0: Right. It's funny. There's a, there's a funny saying where it's like, you know, the more evidence, you know, based research we have, it's the more evidence that we know nothing, (laughs) right? Like the more evidence-based research, and I use that in air quotes, you know, the more evidence uh, comes about that we don't really know a lot. And there's to, to be closed off from learning, I think is a tragedy, especially when you are a healthcare provider, no matter what letters come behind your name. All right, Bettys, if you found that that little snippet wet your appetite and you are looking for more, you can go to our show notes for this episode. And in the show notes, we will have a link for you to click on and it will bring you to the full, robust, juicy conversation.